Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Need expert advice on your family's health? Speak to us today at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Now, we were talking about teenagers earlier, so we're going to talk about hormones now, actually. I'm joined by consultant endocrinologist Dr. Mary Ryan. Welcome, Mary. Thank you, Brendan. Lovely to be here. And you're going to demystify uh, for us a bit the whole area of hormones. And I suppose we can be a bit glib and dismissive about like teenagers and that or it's their hormones but hormones are kind of central to everything are they? What Uh, are they and what do they do? So hormones are these chemical messengers that basically control all our emotions whether we get up whether we go to sleep all your organs um, they control everything in the body and we forget that and we have a lovely little hormone control centre like a pea-sized gland called the pituitary gland that basically just at the top of the nose yes yeah and that controls your growth hormone it controls your sex hormones it controls libido um, you know it controls absolutely everything and we forget that and we forget that we've so much control over our hormones in that if you you know recharge a phone your phone needs recharging but we need to recharge for that hormone control centre to work in the best way because if you get overtired hormones go off you know okay. you're, you're, for example if you get overtired your adrenal glands get tired they control your stress hormone which is cortisol if your cortisol goes too low you can feel really really anxious and really really emotional and that's just because your adrenal glands are tired. So there's so much we can control by just resting, by pacing, by nourishing our body. Whereas in the fast pace, a lot of us are just overdoing it and we just keep going. And eventually people feel really, really tired, aches and pains, the muscles. That's because hormones are down at every nerve muscle junction. So the hormones come down like a branch of a tree to every single muscle. People forget we're skeletons covered in muscle. So if the hormones are off, if you're overtired, if you've got a bad viral infection and you're still not out of it, you'll have aches and pains, the muscles, right? you might have bloating passing when belching because people forget the, the gut is, is a muscle controlled by hormones, right? If you didn't get um, a bad, if you got a bad sleep last night, bowel could be off. But equally, if the hormones are off, you won't get your proper night's sleep because your muscles can't go into deep muscle relaxation. Okay, and so, it's so it's all connected. It's everything. Yeah, yeah, it's all connected. Yeah, so, yeah. so then as an endocrinologist, um, what what kind of situations are people in by the time they get to you then? What are the common things so, you see? So we would see patients like post-COVID. We're sent a lot of patients now, you know, that are very, very fatigued and very tired. And it, it might be the fact that their hormones are off and they're just pituitary gland is tired and adrenal glands are tired. But equally, we have to make sure there's nothing else. Like it might be an underactive thyroid. Thyroid hormone is critical. We have a thyroid gland in our neck. And if it's overactive, you're irritable, you have palpitations, you're sweating, you're losing losing weight. If it's okay. underactive, you're putting on weight. Um, you know, it, it can actually affect your heart. So it's it, the, the, we have to check that that's not there. We have to check you don't have diabetes because type 2 diabetes is where, you know, you're not producing the right insulin and therefore blood sugar is going high in the cell and it's pulling it out and you get very tired, you get very thirsty and as a result, you increase urination because that blood sugar is pulling water out of the cells. So we have to be sure it's not heart disease as well because some people could have heart disease and it might be shortness of breath that they're missing but in actual fact that could be a cause of tiredness but one of the big reasons you'd be referred would be you know is is it a hormonal thing is it, and we as endocrinologists have to decipher is it hormonal or is it something okay. else now I suppose we like to think that we are talking about uh, women's uh, hormones mm. and menopause and yeah. all that uh, a lot more now and taking it more yeah. seriously and we will come to that 
What about men? Have they been left behind a bit in the hormone conversation? Yeah, I, I think they have because, you know, going back to the question you asked about being tired, I mean, one of the big uh, problems with men, they would present with erectile dysfunction. And, you know, that could be down to low testosterone. It could be that they had a bad viral infection like COVID or glandular fever or just burnout. And as a result, they've low testosterone and they're coming in and they're presenting with low libido. They might be trying to, their cells and their partner might be trying to get pregnant and it's affecting their motility of sperm. So it's causing huge pressure in the home. So all of these things. So if you have a low testosterone, it, that affects your sex drive, your motility for sperm, your muscle mass. It affects your energy. So th- these are things that need to be looked at. And uh, often, as I do think men, I mean, women were left behind for years and now thankfully we've corrected that. But with, with testosterone, I think we need to do a lot more. Now, so, men do lose testosterone yeah, naturally as they Absolutely. Age, yeah? From the age of 45, you lose about 1.6% testosterone per year. Having said that, in 20 years time a 45 year old man could still have normal testosterone levels but it's just to be aware that that you know one of if you have erectile dysfunction or, or chronic fatigue or exhaustion that it might just be low testosterone you also get low testosterone by the way in diabetics because it affects the whole binding of the of the, the testosterone in obesity as well in him so should all men get their testosterone checked if they're tired if they're age. coming if they're presenting with fatigue they're feeling very you know off form it's certainly one of the parameters we would check is testosterone as well as other things. So a, a doctor would look at the whole thing of cause of fatigue, but certainly low testosterone should be should be looked at. What else is happening men's hormones as we age? Is there a, is there a form of a male Yeah, menopause? and I think all but men and women have been left behind in this, Brendan. Like definitely, you know, all women out there would say men have a male menopause, but really the reality is, is that testosterone levels do decline. And uh, this is if, uh, very important because not only lack of energy but it affects bone health as well so men do get osteoporosis as well as women they okay. might get it later uh, than women in their 60s and 70s but it is a factor and if you're going to live to your 100 that's going to increase the risk of fractures and, and mortality so it's something we should address um, but yeah male menopause is something we need to research more we just know now that low testosterone does affect energy levels can, could, can be a factor in cognition but it's something we need to research a lot more And When, when does a man know he needs to go to a doctor. So uh, when you're feeling tired, you're feeling off, you know you're not that 10 out of 10 energy always were. I think if you feel sluggish and you feel off, if you're getting shortness of breath and exertion, that's a sign of heart disease. Heart disease is a big killer in men. In women after menopause it is as well. That's definitely a cause. Heart disease can be connected in with the the hormones as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, if you're feeling fatigued and tired, it's not not just hormones. It might be heart disease. Um, You know, if you're you're going to the toilet a lot, that might be a sign of diabetes. If your bowel motion has changed, that's a sign of maybe a sign of bowel cancer. Now, it might be just that you're overtired as well. But, you know, so if there's anything off kilter, uh, common sense, always go to the doctor and check. Don't be thinking, oh, it'll, it, I'll ride this storm, it'll get better. It's important. We've only one life. We've got to make the best of it. And tuning into yourself, your body tells you it's an amazing, amazing uh, computer system. Uh, if, you know, if we only listen to it uh, and that's the key. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose the, the big thing I'm hearing there is that that kind of lethargy or sluggishness that men should check Absolutely. That we all, not, we're all in time to put things not, off and say, oh, yeah. I'll get over this, I'll ride the storm. But it okay. could be something. And it's, it's about catching things in time. That's the key and not fobbing it off like we all do. Okay. 
teenagers and young people and you know as I was saying we can be glib about them and mm. say sure, sure look their hormones are all over the place and they'll grow out of it but yeah. what's going on with them? So so in boys uh, puberty and in girls so boys would start you know 9 to 14 they, they, we, we use the tanner stage of development so they're, they're of the pituitary glands squeeze these two hormones cause FSLH and LH and they basically trigger in the boys the ladic cells and the testes to produce testosterone so there's five stages and you know pre Pre-birtal stage, you won't see much, but then in the next stage, you'll see their growth of body hair, the increase in the sexual organs, their, you know, voice deepening. So you'll see all these stages. But of course, with increase in testosterone, they can become moody, they can become emotional, and girls equally with that secreting of estrogen, and they've got periods, mid-cycle, and so forth, and pain with it. But I think the big thing, and, and I've always said this to, to parents when they come into me, yes, you'll allow for the hormones you'll talk to them you'll reassure them because they're getting acne and it's affecting their self-esteem and they're upset about it and they don't know what's happening to their bodies but I think the big thing as a parent is to keep the boundaries and I lost my husband 11 years ago so and the kids were very young and I, one oh, thing I always yeah, yeah thank you Bridget but one of the things I always said is that as a single parent you really have to have the boundaries so I remember one parent coming into me and her 17 year old son was in front of me and he was being really um, rude to her and she said oh you know I'm just going to allow for hormones and mm. uh, I said no I said you know he's not going to talk like that to his girlfriend he's not going to talk that, like that to his teacher so I think as a parent while we're all going through a tough time we can't take it out on others and I think we have to teach our children that as well so that's something I a rule I always used but at the same time be understanding of what they're going through make sure that they get enough rest that their diet is good because remember the pituitary gland the hormone control centre controls all hormones and it's an amazing organ if we allow it to do so but as a child and as a parent we have to make sure they're well nourished so that that organ can do what it should do that they're having a healthy diet which not all children do It's it very sleep. hard to tell a teenager know what to eat and when to go to sleep Yes it is but again you know you're the parents so you have to act yeah. like the parents you know <laughs> Okay you're not yeah. their friend Yeah, yeah. exactly so I, I think mean, it's, you, it's you just You need to be unpopular sometimes Yeah then, yeah, yeah, you? yeah yeah and I, I you know I deal with the diabetes all the time and patients go in they're just eating sausages and beans and I say look at as the parent you have to as best as possible and it starts with the trolley when you're when you're shopping, you don't bring the rubbish in, and that that's the only way. The temptation isn't there in anyone's way then. So I think there's a lot we can do to, to, to help our hormonal health with, what, with puberty. What, what are the warning signs that there might be something abnormal going on with the teenagers and hormones? So either delayed puberty, so either if it's very early, so it should be nine to fourteen usually, but if it's coming on very early, like in boys or girls, particularly girls, might a period at eight, we can stop that now. Or equally, if it was very late, so. Uh, Girls can, you know, mightn't get the period till 15. So, you know, just to look into that. So you present to the doctor if you have any concern. And the same with boys. If you think that there's late development, that would be a reason or okay. too early development, that that would be a reason. And just remember in boys, uh, a lot of people wonder, you know, that when is he going to stop growing? Um, the, you know, on average, they'll go by 2.5 inches every year from when puberty starts. But some of them can keep growing till 20 you know, and my own guy, I think he's still, you know, so it's, it's yeah. one of those things that people wonder, well, it, it could be late and late can be normal for some, but it, it, they, they can keep growing till 20, but most stop at 17 in boys. Mary, in terms of women, um, we know obviously a lot more than we hmm. did do about menopause and perimenopause yeah. and everything. What are we still getting wrong there? 
I think the, the key thing is, the lovely thing is that now women know and I saw too many women suffering so it's fantastic that we're well informed and well educated about it but the, the, key, the big thing is I suppose is that if you're feeling tired it mightn't be just menopause it might be other things like women do suffer from heart disease once oestrogen drops it might be under, underactive thyroid it might be overactive thyroid or it could be diabetes because when women when our oestrogen drops we do put weight on around our abdomen and that uh, fat cell increases insulin resistance and produces bad insulin which makes fat so as a result we're at risk of diabetes so as a woman we have to be very careful we're eating healthy at that time we might have got away with eating all the rubbish before that but we don't get away with it then and it's a huge shock to women to see their metabolism crashing so much and they're putting on weight and it does affect their self-esteem so it was the big thing is to be mindful of all those things and the other thing is your blood pressure increases after menopause because there's stiffening of the arteries and your cholesterol changes because oestrogen has that protective effect so to make sure you're, you're checking the cholesterol keeping it under five uh, keeping the blood pressure normal and basically preventing disease Brendan and that's the same in men as well you know yeah. that we, you're only 50 around menopause please God you want to be around till 96 and if you keep all these causes of plaque which cause you know your remember oxygen goes to all of the, the brain the heart everywhere but the one thing you want is a healthy brain and how you keep that is keeping plaque reducing your arteries so you do that by not smoking keeping your weight right keep your cholesterol under five a blood pressure right and avoiding obesity and then you won't have plaque in the arteries and then we've oxygen going to the brain and we've no brain atrophy that's so important for men and women and that's what we need to be doing more with prevention Whatever about men not going to the doctor and you (laughs) find that the women you see one common theme can be that they neglect their own needs Absolutely. And else's needs before yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. And it's it's something we're always saying to women to to love themselves first and then love everybody else. Because I think if you love yourself, you know, you know the boundaries, and and you know you'll you'll eat healthily, you'll sleep. Because you know, getting overtired, your pituitary gland is overtired. That also, as well as hormones, controls the immune system. And one of the things I see as an endocrinologist is women getting um, Hashimoto's disease of the thyroid, which is the immune system attacking the thyroid. Thyroid disease is huge in women. And I really believe it's because women overdo it because that immune system is either making over it, attacking it where you get Hashimoto's or overactive. And I think it's something we need to educate women about. And I'll be killed. I never mentioned bone disease, osteoporosis in women as well. So 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 that's key. But I think the whole thing in in menopause is wonderful. We have all this education out now and it's great that women are empowered with knowledge. But I think the big thing is, you know, do make sure that you also look at the other things like heart health, bone health and all that and if you're on t- treatment always make sure that you're taking it for while you need it and then you know most women if, if they need HRD they come off it then after the, the, the five years and we don't recommend that they stay on it after 60 and okay. then there's the odd woman that will need it and we have to watch them very very closely Okay in general before we finish up so I, I kind of I got them over the course of the conversation but what would be the three say key lifestyle things for everyone to look after their hormones? So uh, resting and pacing is number one okay. and making sure that you're nourishing your body well your pituitary gland is the hormone control centre it controls everything hormones work in a lovely pulsatile fashion and the circadian rhythm but the, and there's a negative and positive feedback system but if you're eating healthily a good healthy Mediterranean balanced diet not too much 
with sugar two treats a week if possible hydrate the body recharge listen to your body if you're tired you sit men and women don't keep going because you're only making it tarder I always say it's like the injured player you 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 know going an injured knee you're only going to exacerbate the energy we're the same so your hormone control centre is amazing it controls your immune system it controls your hormones to all your muscles but it will only work as well as you you allow it to so therefore you have to sleep get your eight hour sleep not overdo the exercise get the exercise but don't overdo it and get that balance right listen to your body that, that's what empowerment and love of yourself is okay. and then you can we you all can need to calm 90. down do we, do we all need to calm <laughs> down a nice and just Andy. take it yeah, Andy okay. absolutely I, uh, endocrinologist Dr Mary Ryan I feel like I did a medical degree there thank uh, you thank you so, so much you're so welcome Brendan not at all